Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? gibberish or do you really know what you're talking about well welcome to the swinging 60s ian and we straight into the swinging 60s do you remember the swinging 60s well you asked me this last yeah. week and indeed i was alive in the 60s in fact i was but four years old shorts, wouldn't you You'd been... yeah see i would have been out of nappies i was four yeah. when this was transmitted Although, if you were four at that point you would probably been chased by a, a, a disc jockey mm. <laughs> in a yes. nightclub wouldn't you <laughs> <laughs> yes um, yeah, this is this is. Um, the, I've I've always liked this this story, um, but watching it with with an eye to podcasting, oh my god, it's groundbreaking in so many ways mm. that you just don't. It's not associated as one of the big stories, is it? But it's it's a blueprint for Doctor Who that we're getting today, even. Yeah. Every. I mean, what would what must the audience have thought of this? I don't know. It's but... so different. I mean, you and I have said, you know, that, um, you know, what, what benefits the William Hartnell era and the Patrick Troughton era is, is the fact it's in black and white. It adds yes. to All the this, moodiness yeah. and, and the feel of it. But can you imagine the colours? 1966, we're oh, slap bang in the yeah. middle of the swinging 60s with London being the, well, well, the centre like, of it. Because a couple of the dresses Polly wears in this, and I've seen colour shots of them. And it, they would they would see a retina, wouldn't they? They're, oh they're yeah, bright. But yeah, it would. Love, I'd love to see this in color, actually. Yes, yeah. this could. You can picture Hammer doing a version of this, can't you? You know, like a, or Amicus or Aru, whoever yes. did it. Yeah. yeah, you can picture that in your mind's eye. I tell you what is very sixties as well is the fantastic War Machines caption. Yes. With its futuristic font, I wish they had continued doing this. It's yes. brilliant. Well, this is so so in. In Doctor Who, let's let's put this in its place in history. So, Doctor Who had been on for uh, almost three years by this point, and that was that was deemed as a a huge success, but quite a long life for a show anyway. Mm. And um, and so they were, they were having lots of issues. I mean, there's, there's a lot of of tales of of William Hartnell of the illnesses. Now he de- he had you know he had a, a he had a, a terminal illness really i suppose you would call it now um but i don't i i think that's sort of after the fact i think he just annoyed the wrong people mm. because like watching this okay there's there's the same level of fluffs as you normally get but you watch him like on the filmed inserts where they've obviously had time to re- to rehearse and retake and that and he's as sharp as he ever was so i yes. i think the whole the whole idea that he was losing his his marbles is a bit a bit of a, a retcon to suit the fact that they sacked him, they just didn't—they didn't want to put up with his nonsense anymore. Mm. Um, so they, this whole period of Doctor Who was the start of a period of massive change, you know, right up to changing the lead actor. And th- this is one of the first ones. So they, there's a few stories where they experiment with different titles, and you seem to get them in each Doctor. And it? it's like yes. Troughton had it with the uh, the uh, Ice Warriors and 
Pertwee had it with like Inferno, where they were just playing a bit. And this is the this is sort of the start of it, and and it straight away strikes you, doesn't it? So, oh, this is this is different. Because mm. we're looks used to wonderful. just roller captions, aren't we? Yeah. You know, in, in in Doctor Who up to this point, it looks great, and it, it, it you know it's like a, a teletype machine, a computer printout, isn't it? And then you know, it comes up part, it goes the war mash beans, and then. Yeah. Yeah, and that really font, clever. That font is like, you know, 10 years before Space yeah. 1999, but it's a very Space 1999 oh, yeah, yeah. font, uh, isn't it? I wonder what it was called back then. I don't know. I mean, know. They, would have, they would have chosen it because it was like a, a new font, wouldn't they? Yeah. But yeah, it's so the, it, straight from the work, the sort of the, the first get-go, you realise this is going to be something different. And everything about this series is different, isn't it? It's filmed in a, in a much different way. The way it's done is very different. Very Quatermass, very Avengers. Oh, there is one yeah. classic oh, Quatermass moment, scene, which, yeah. <laughs> which we'll talk about. Yeah. But, and, I mean, you know, the very after these fantastic yeah. titles, you've got a very daring shot, which yeah. is from the top of centre point, and it zooms all the way down to the ground, and as it arrives at the ground, that's when the TARDIS arrives. Yeah, it's, it's a... I mean, now you, you sort of look at it and you go, it's a bit grainy, and it's... You, but back then, it, this, this was like... James Bond huge budget shots when you didn't have shot you barely ever had uh, I mean I think I, I think the only other place where you had a, a shot from above ground level was the gunfighters and they had to do that with like looking up into a mirror didn't they mm. because you couldn't move the cameras but this yeah uh, you know technology is getting a bit a bit more mobile so yeah yes. they, they went up to the top of the post office tower or whatever or, or a building nearby and, and did this so well, this is shot. yeah, this is Center Point, and I all yeah. I, I've got fond memories of Center Point because when I was a student in the late seventies and I was bunking off of college every Friday, <coughs> every yeah. Friday, hiding in the toilets of the train, so didn't get off at Tunbridge, but carried on up to Charing Cross Road, and I just wandered around the West End, going around all the comic book shops. Center yeah. Point was just right next to it is Denmark Street, where the original oh, Forbidden right, yes. Planet was. Yeah. You see, so. Whenever I see Centre Point, it takes me back time. to my, uh, my my days when comic book shops were little Top shops, yeah. not supermarkets. You know? Yeah, when 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 comic book shops were sold comic books and didn't they weren't action figure shops. Not no. there's anything wrong with action figures. I love an action figure, but it's weird to remember back before action figures when, like I say, it was just wall to wall comics and comics were cheap. Yep. <laughs> you know, the new stuff was expensive. The old stuff was cheap. Yeah, yeah. How, we, so, how we've moved. So, yeah, very fond memories of that. And, uh, yeah, we see the Doctor and Dodo yep. yes, get Dodo. out. Now, uh, what Dodo, do you think of yeah. Dodo? I don't I, I don't really know anything about Dodo, and I certainly so, don't know your opinion on Dodo. Yeah, so so Dodo was, I mean, <laughs> the treatment she gets in this story sort of sums her character up. So, so she was meant to be you know, the introduction of this um, sort of contemporary character. Her introduction is... is absolutely botched so she she appears first because she wanders into tardis thinking it's a an actual police box the phone the phone isn't inside the police box you know so why she went inside i don't mm. know um to report an a, a young child needs an ambulance because it's been involved in an accident that's immediately forgotten in she's got a manchester thick manchester accent to start with and then evidently the when they in all the filmed inserts they did that, and then when she went into the studio, the director said, "Stop that! <laughs> Not doing that." <laughs> uh, so, so her accent in in her first story comes and goes madly. I think, I think uh, um, the the actress uh, Jackie Lane did her best with what 
was written, but my God, it's a thin character. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even like Susan and I mean, everyone loves Do. Uh, everyone loves um, Vicky because you know it's sort of well written. But yeah, Dodo's a non-character, mm. um, and it sort of it sums it up the treatment she gets in this story. To be honest, yeah, it's the way she she departs as well. Yeah, it's just gone. It, it, well that, yeah that was because the um, her contract was up two episodes in. And they didn't want to have to pay her for to come back and do a scene, so it's like, yeah, we'll just we'll just get Polly to say she's not mm. not going to turn up. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's. I think the only the only Hartnell companion that's even less is is sort of thought about is Katrina, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a shame. It but, is. Uh, yeah. It's not fair quite, on the woman. Yeah, I quite like her portrayal, but it is so lightweight. And it is, isn't it? Yeah. Forgettable. If you had to, if you had to, like. If someone said to you, sum up Leela's character, you could, in a couple of words, you know, sum up uh, Ian Chester, in a couple of words, you could do it. Sum up Dodo, and it'd be like, uh, female? Um, um, young? Uh, yeah, you would be pushing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've arrived, they come out. Yes. Uh, we have that little business about putting the out-of-order sign on it. Um, well, this this is a major this is a major change straight off, isn't it? This is the first visit to contemporary London mm-hmm. since episode one. Yes. You know, I mean, we had Planet of the Giants, but that turned out to be, you know, that that was slightly different. But yeah, this is, so this would have been the first jarring shock to the audience, you know, that, oh, they're in, they're in contemporary London. They're not on an alien planet. And it's amazing how, how the Doctor fits in to mm. contemporary, it, I mean, it, Hartnell is brilliant in this. And it, his Doctor fits so well in as an establishment figure. Who would have thought it? Yep. Yep. This is proto Pertwee, isn't it? This is this is the original unit story. Yep. Nobody you know. questions him, and nope. uh, yeah, no, he fits right in, no yep, matter what he's right wearing. In. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and they notice the post office tower, and and it, yes. that it is it is finished. Um, yeah. Which is a weird thing as well, isn't it? That seems so so archaic that the doctor's shocked that they finished it. Yes. Um, because it's just it's obviously been part of the London skyline. I mean. Certainly, as far as all, I our, lives, yeah, yeah. all our lives, yeah. But of um, course, you look at that. You're thinking you're not thinking of Doctor Who, though. You think of something else when you look at the post office tower. I know you do. Uh, yeah, I think of a massive, great kitten, white, fluffy kitten. Yeah. Yes, kitten <laughs> Yeah, I think um, everybody our generation. I you think s- so, see yeah. a, a photo of the post office tower. There's a kitten halfway up, and th- over it goes. I think we you, you need to do an effectively speaking on some of the goodies effects. I have, I've already thought you and I should yeah. do the oh, model work of of yeah. Well, yeah. not just Kit and Kong. They, no, that, the that, whole, they yeah. did effects. That it was oh, quite an effects heavy show, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. I'll, I'll have to look into that. We'll have to and, do that for effectively. And you speaking. can see it's like a labour of love because that that post office tower model is is amazing. It was, it was perfect. Even the yeah. streets that the kitten runs down. Yeah, you know they're it's brilliant. Just, it's yeah. amazing. It really really works out. But yeah, the uh, the post office. I mean, now we just think of it as. Um, I mean, certainly when I was growing up, it was it was just when the IRA were threatening it. Yeah. Sorry, my uh, I didn't silence my phone. I should do so immediately. How very, very unprofessional of me. Um, yeah. So yeah, we when I was a kid, they, they, there were threats. They thought the IRA would bomb it, so they they stopped people visiting it because there used to be a, a restaurant at the top. I remember when the restaurant turned it. around and you could go up there. Yeah. Yeah. And Blue could... Peter would visit it fairly regularly, wouldn't they? They'd do stuff from the, 
the top of the post office tower for some yes. reason, presumably yeah. because it's close by. Didn't, jo- didn't John Noakes climb up it once? I think he did. Or yeah, something. didn't he? Or he rappelled down the side of it, didn't he? he yeah. did something on it. I think he climbed up. Yeah. Ooh, uh, he climbed up Nelson's column. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. And he and he and he hung off the post office tower. Right. Yes. Yes. He was a, he, he was a strange man. <laughs> yes, he was. His kicks in weird ways. Um, but yeah. So and and, and I love. My favourite, sort of, one of my favourite Hartnell fluffs is when he says, there's evil here, I can sense it. I can <laughs> sense it, yes. Can yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong about it. Yes. it. He says his skin has got a prickliness, yeah. the same as when Daleks are near. Yeah. He's is, never mentioned yeah. that before. No, he's, he's kept quiet about that one. Yeah. This, again, this is, because obviously they wanted the war machines to be the new Daleks. Mm. Um, Every time they did this, it never really caught on. And they, they yeah, they, it's, I mean, it's unusual as well just to mention the Daleks because you still had to pay Terry Nation a, a royalty for that, didn't you? Just Do you think they it. had to pay to use the word? Yes. In yeah, this? They, yeah, they, they had to. So every time they mentioned it, they had to pay Terry Nation a royalty. What, a 10 um, bob or something? Yeah, it was it was some nominal amount, but yeah, he, uh, he kept kept his uh, his rights definitely... Uh, Yes, close to his chest. But yeah, so so they're 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 immediately saying that this is this is uh, this is going to be a rival to the Daleks. And what's interesting is that at the time, of course, you know you've got a, an episode called the War Machines. He's mentioning Daleks. You're going to think, oh, these, it, the Daleks are in this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Except didn't yeah before episode one it appeared on Blue Peter though didn't it? Yes, that's correct. I I think that infamous appearance when it appeared on Blue Peter and just knocked over a few cardboard boxes and and the guy who you know the Blue Blue Peter guy was look at this look at this look at this awesome weapon. Yeah, cardboard mate. Is that your model? Um, Yeah, he goes a bit over the top on it, doesn't he? Um, He's such a salesman for them, wasn't he? I can't. It's very odd when you look back at old uh, Blue Peters and the presenters are like middle-aged. You wouldn't get that now on a children's show, would you? No, you wouldn't. They go, well, it won't appear. Well, actually, I suppose they've probably got to be very careful now. Yes, exactly. Well, (laughs) yes, reason will be coming up um, shortly, won't it? It will be coming obvious. Um, Yeah, so, so, um, yeah, the Doctor... He thinks it's evil, and then uh, the the editing in this program was really very modern. So they don't waste time going places. So like next scene, boom, he's looking round the post office tower. Yes, yeah, isn't it? There's no so, no. Somehow yeah. he's got to the top without yeah. being stopped. Um, yeah, and of course that's where Polly is as well. Yes, we, if now we would go, oh, he's used the psychic paper, wouldn't? Mm. To show oh yes, but, it would be explained. Yeah, but but we it's like don't care because because also TV comic at the time this doctor is very much the TV comic doctor, right down to being called Doctor Who. Mm. Um, but he's immediately he's he's on Earth and he fits in and everyone listens to him. It's really it's, again, it must have been shocking to audiences. I imagine I imagine a lot of fans stopping viewing at this point, saying they've changed Doctor Who slightly. I'm never watching this again. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's so weird. But yeah, he 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 is immediately he goes he immediately gets a guided tour yes. of the the computer room of Post Office Tower, and uh, then meets Polly. Yes, um, uh, have we? T- I don't know if we discussed Ben and Polly. Have we? We must not so much because we haven't really yeah. done a story with Ben and Polly in it. No, um, I, I I love these two characters. I think they're brilliant. I love Polly. I think she's one yeah. of my favourite female 
She's got a great introduction. Way. The way she's yeah. gurning when the yep. you know Brett is you know uh, saying what a wonderful secretary she is, and she's just gurning at them, isn't she? And this, yeah, this this is again what's very different about the direction of this episode is, it's there's lots of of shots that you wouldn't normally get in a Doctor Who because Doctor Who was always a multi-camera setup in the studio, so it was very much uh, boring. You know, over the shoulder shot, long shot, over the shoulder shot, yeah. and this. There's lots of cutaways to some of them. Don't work. It has to be said because it will cut and like nothing. They're not ready there. or something. Yeah, yeah. but they, like this shot of of they they mention that the computer can type fast and polymer, and you get a, a you know a little bit of sixties uh, sexism thrown in. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, she turns around, and she does that gurning, and it immediately tells you this is someone with a good sense of humour. And throughout, this is a really strong Polly episode, isn't it? I think. Oh yeah. She, she comes across well, and, and Ben, to be honest, um, Ben always had a bit of the uh, histrionics to me that he, he was always either angry or confused. Confused, yeah. yeah. He looks different in this first story, and I don't think it's just the yeah. hair. There's just something about him. He he doesn't look like he I'd does later he, yeah. on. I'd forgotten what a, a small fellow he is. Oh, he, he's t- yeah. a titch, isn't he? He's a tiny, yeah. tiny seaman. Yeah, tiny um, seaman. <laughs> we're back to the seaman again. We're back to the seaman. James One week that. on, and we're back to One seaman. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So yeah. It's um, he's um, he's introduced to Professor Brett, um, and Professor Brett immediately sort of uh, deigns to his wisdom on computers. Yes. I mean, it's this is the one aspect where, quite rightly, it hasn't really dated well because they're they're incredulous at, at things that you do on your phone now. Aren't yes, they? It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he introduces the new supercomputer, Votan. Votan, yes, yeah. yeah. Well, now that is forward thinking because it, well, it's almost ORAC as well, isn't it? Because it's a well, computer that links up with other computers to solve a problem. Yeah, well, this is this is the big idea in this is that this computer is going to link up with. The other six computers yes, in, in the, the world, world. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it invents the internet, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. You yeah. know it, this this story. Well, I don't know why it invents it because I, I suppose the idea for the computer linking was here before, was well before this. But but yeah, this is sort of <clears throat> the big thing of this is this is Skynet. I've got yeah. Terminator written down yeah. shortly. It is yeah. this is Doctor Who doing the Terminator, Terminator. Yeah. long before the Terminator. So you've got you've got a computer system that's become so so AI that it immediately views that the weak part in the world is mankind. It creates fighting robots that can't be stopped. Mm. It's Terminator, isn't it? It most certainly yeah. is. It most certainly is. And a long time before. I doubt yeah. if very much if James Cameron watched no. this. No, this is um this is another one of those classic things where Given the same story elements, the same stories come out, isn't it? And it, yes. you know, rather than it's like with saying, music, not, isn't it? it yeah, um, exactly. Know. Yeah, there's only so many stories you can do, so many variations. Yeah, I'm not suggesting that that um, James Cameron was no, no, was, not at as all. a two year old watching this, writing it down in his diary. Steal no. this once it's no. out of copyright. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think so. But it is is strikingly similar. It is. Um, yeah. And Brett boasts, he says, it never makes mistakes yeah. and asks it a question. And Dodo tests it and, and asks what TARDIS stands yeah. for. And it knows, doesn't it? It knows. Now, I, there is a theory on this. I'll go on, because I, yeah. I, I, I was wondering how it knows. Yeah, so so this, this is the Doctor in 1966. Mm-hmm. Votan has access at this point to all the records stored on every computer anywhere. 
Yeah, yeah. it's been linked up. Now, during the events of uh, Curse of Fenric and Remembrance of the Daleks, the British Special Operations uh, Group right. created a report on the person that had helped them called Doctor. And as a code name, they gave him the name Doctor Who because they didn't mm-hmm. know who he was. And they also knew that he was in the TARDIS and that Ace had said right, that this is right. what the TARDIS stands for. So, for, at no point was and you know what I mean. It's not this. None of this was planned. This is pure no. retconning. But I quite like that. That's quite a nice yeah. retcon. It is. It fits in really well. And if you're one of those pedantic fanboys that doesn't like the fact that the Doctor's name is Doctor Who, mm. you can go, ah, oh, that's why why it's mentioned several times. No, it's just his name's Doctor Who. Everyone thought that at the time. Yes. You know, no matter how much David Whittaker moaned at people, everyone thought it was Doctor Who, including the actor. Oh, it's in the titles. It's in the title. It's in the Radio Times. People would write to William Hartnell, Dear Doctor Who, and he would write back signing it Doctor Who. Doctor Who is the character's name, so Botan, he's all right. He's all right on this one. Yes, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, Um, this shocks the Doctor, though, because quite rightly... It's a nonsense made up word. Yes. How does it know? Mm. Um, we also get a lovely little bit where the doctor asks it the square root of a number. Yes. And it gives a number and Hartnell goes, um, and he goes, ah, it's near enough. Yes. <laughs> it's brilliant. Well, straight after that, we, yeah, it's swinging 60s. Hey, the and, nightclub. And we got a swinging 60s nightclub. Yes, mm. but with rather naff music. Yeah, um, well, it, I, I imagine there's some, like, copyright again, and it? They wouldn't. They, they 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 pretty much had to use um, library music or yes. pay someone to to use music. They couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't no. just I mean, at the time, I mean, yeah, you've you, you've got the Kinks going, haven't yeah. you? You've got Manfred Mann. You've got you know the Beatles, Rolling Stones. But it would cost yeah. a fortune. It Instead, would, yeah. what we get is this naff music by somebody called Johnny Hawksworth. Oh, right. Right. Now, Johnny Hawksworth wrote that, and he would go on to write the themes too. And you know all these, I know one right? of these. It's um, Sherlock Holmes, isn't it? Oh, I didn't know about the Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Um, as well as Sherlock Holmes, he did Man About the House. Yeah. George and Mildred. Right? And yeah. the most impressive one for me is Rhubarb and Custard. Oh. They should put that music over the nightclub oh, scene. That would be, be better, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> this is, I must admit, I, I don't frequent nightclubs much. I know it's shocking. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> but uh, this seems a bit of a rum old nightclub. This seems more like a dank cellar. Yeah. Do you think they're trying to evoke, you know, the... The Cavern the, Club. The Cavern Club yeah. sort could, of thing. Could be, yeah. I reckon there were lots yeah. of copies of that for real in London. Yes. You know, they oh, were desperately I, yeah, trying to, so, yeah. you know, be on well, its coattails. Yeah, because there's a... Um, there's a I can't remember which Hancock episode it is, the radio version, where Sid opens a string of... And he just uses people's cellars in his string of nightclubs, mm. and they're all rather tatty and horrible. And I, so perhaps that was a thing that there was a lot of these tatty nightclubs. Mm. Um, but yeah, we we uh, we're introduced, I think, at this point to um, young ben Benjamin, as well, yeah, young... yeah, who just like Polly instantly, you like them straight yeah. away. Yeah. Um, I like the way you know uh, the barmaid asks Polly, who's a friend of hers, can yeah. you go and cheer him up? He's always in here. He's always looking miserable. And I love Polly's line about, this is a rescue mission. The Navy's in trouble. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Polly Polly is just brilliant. I love the fact that, that the barmaid goes to her. Because you imagine this has happened before, hasn't it? That Polly's mm. such a bubbly person that that she's she's pulled people out of the doldrums before. 
Mm. Um, interesting though, so Ben says the reason he's, he's annoyed, I mean he spends almost his entire time on Doctor Who annoyed, but the reason he's annoyed <laughs> at this point is that his, his ship it has, sailed, hasn't is it? sailed and it's gone to uh, Jamaica. Um, or some Bahamas, somewhere I can't remember vaguely. I only watched it the other night. Exotic, exotic. somewhere exotic, and he's had to stay in barracks. Now, realistically, there's only a couple of reasons why he would have to stay in barracks, and one one is a medical reason, so you mm-hmm. know he's susceptible to something that's out there, and two is a disciplinary measure. So, do you think he was this was a punishment? No, I think we he's do got st- the clap. Oh, you think he's got the clap? Well, he's got the clap. Be. Yeah, it's yeah. the swing in sixties. That's why he's allowed out yeah. and he's not, you know, confined. But, do we ever uh, see him drinking? He has a drink. We, yeah, well, does he? Or does he just nurse it? Because if he's got the clap, he's going to be on penicillin. He's oh, yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, well, yeah, that, that's yeah. Even, yeah. But yeah. no, instantly there's a rapport between him and Polly. Yes. You know, and yeah, and, yeah no, I, I agree. I, th- I think they are great, the two of them. They, they work amazingly. Even before I'd ever seen any Ben and Polly, I liked this pairing because, like, in some of the early Target novels they're in and stuff like that. And I always, I always wanted to see them as a as companions I'm mm. trying to remember which what was the first story I probably watched them in probably was this yeah on on like UK Gold or whoever was showing it at the time yeah UK Gold did them yeah. all didn't they you know yeah so 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 they they work really well yeah but again yeah. isn't this weird this is very modern who in that the doctor sidelined for the first couple of episodes to introduce these companions mm. these these characters and again it must have been very strange for a contemporary audience they must have been thinking where's the doctor yes well, actually yeah. no they were thinking where's doctor who where's doctor um, who yeah yeah well he's at that press conference isn't he yes uh, yes again a press like conference. Quite, quite a mass memories number one yeah press conference to introduce scientific endeavors oh that that seems so long ago now when the world was impressed by actual scientific yeah. events yeah you know. I tell you what, just a small aside. I was stunned and very pleased yesterday that the main news on BBC on their website was the fact that there might be life on Venus. For once, yeah. something interesting was the main caption. You know? Yeah. I'm yes. sure more than one. I'm sure more than one uh, newspaper's probably gone with what Trump's thoughts are yes. about life on Venus, or you know. Life on Venus, it's bound to be hot, is a page of a girl with a bikini on. Yes, yeah, yeah. oh, blimey, yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, we've got this press conference to, yes. to announce this, you know, you know, wonderful scientific endeavour, and Brett is late for it, because Brett is yeah. still up at the top of the post office tower, convinced there's somebody there listening to him. He thinks somebody's yes, there. He's, yeah, he's got the feeling that people, someone's watching him, which, of course, it's Votan. Mm. Do you ever get the feeling your computer's watching you? No, not at all. This is the downside to this story: is like the threat is Votan, but just unplug there, it. There's no, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, that, that, that very late in the day, decide right the problem is at the top of the post office tower. Instead of doing a Terminator and you go for Skynet and the main computer, yeah. you got all this other stuff going on. But uh, yeah, he is got at, isn't he? Brett is got at. Yeah. So we we get the classic um, hypnosis. Uh, overlay, don't we? That it seems to get used in those very yeah. Austin powers. Um, yeah, but uh, Brett, the actor playing Brett, who I've seen in, I mean, he's been in Avengers and stuff, hasn't he? Must have been. But he, he overacts a little bit here. Yeah. Um, so Anna was sort of going, he's, what is he doing? It's like, oh, I don't know. I always think he's um, <laughs> Harmon from uh, Pyramids of Mars. He's got that oh, right, same yeah, eyes yeah, and nose to him, yeah. you know? No, it's a diff- different actor, but yeah, he's got that same. Weary face, hasn't he? He's yes, yeah, He's yeah. 
But he turns up at that, that conference because he's demanding to see Crimpton um, played by the brilliant yes. John Cater. I love he's, John he's Cater and yeah. everything he's in. He's absolutely brilliant, John Cater. Yeah, yeah, he, he is good. Um, yeah, what a name, though, Crimpton. Crimpton with a K. I'm here for Crimpton. Aren't yeah, if you, if you watch it with the subtitles, it's Crimpton yeah, it's with K. a K. Mm. Yeah. Which is a bit Germanic, that isn't it? Krypton with a K. Mm. Um, yeah, this. So we we start to enter, which gets heavier, is the invasion of the body snatchers mm. element as well. Um, what year was Body Snatchers film? That's fifth, fifty. 16, like. No, it was about fifty six, fifty seven, something like so it that. So been yeah, well about ten years before. Yeah, well ingrained into the public consciousness. Yes. So so I are definitely going for that feel. So yeah, um, <laughs> Brett Brett arrives and he's uh, he's not acting normally. No. I mean, we haven't seen him act a lot, so we're not entirely sure he's not acting normally, but everyone says he's not acting normally. Well, we've seen him be got at, haven't we, with the we hypno did, yes. thing, yeah. so we know something's up. The hypno-toad got him, yeah. Yes, yeah, and, and Dodo's got at too via telephone. Yes, that, yeah, this is, an int- this is an interesting um, thing, isn't it? So so the the Rotan works out that because it, it takes you over with sound waves somehow... Um, that it can take you over over the phone, which is a terrifying thought, really. Mm. And it, it, we do spend a lot of time with with the idea of this is this threat is exponentially growing. Mm. That one gets one gets got at, and that one will get two other people on the phone. And I do like that a lot of Votan's plan relies on people calling him. Yes, <laughs> this is true. Just waiting for a phone call. Yes, um, but yeah, so yeah, so Dodo. Um, gets gets nobbled and it, it it's really good because we know we sort of know dodo's character from earlier um and you can tell that she's got nobbled like so you're never quite sure with brett because do, there's not a lot of difference between no. the yaks but with dodo it's like oh my god someone's got someone's got knob nobbled mm. I almost said dodo got nobbed today that would have been a different program wouldn't it well, um, that leads into the next bit because down at the disco, the doctor comes in and the inferno. And we, yeah, the inferno club. Yeah. He comes in and we get the line of he looks like that disc jockey fella. Yes, yeah, because because the I can't remember whether it's Polly or the barmaid. I think it's the barmaid spots him coming in because um, he's very distinctive, isn't he? He's very yes. distinctive look. And she goes, look at that fella there. And uh, yeah, I think it's Polly then says, um, doesn't he look like that disc jockey? Yep. Um, Jimmy Savile was like, oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Mm. But the right. doc, yeah, so he comes over. And this is what I love about this, and I love about Hartnell, is even though he's of an age when the young people should be ignoring him, they immediately take to him. Yeah, and they respect they? him. They respect him, yeah. And I, lo- I love the fact where I think it's Polly feels his cloak and says, I dig your threads. <laughs> Hartnell just looks bemused. <laughs> I think, was that acting or do you, yeah, you might not. Might it not might have been unscripted it. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, after that, we go back and this is the end of episode one because yeah. we hear Votan speak yeah. for the very first time, don't we? The doctor's secretary. What are my instructions?
Yeah, I don't understand what he's saying to start with. It's like this is the problem with. I like his voice. I like the way it's whispery, yeah. quiet, and yeah. quite slow. But it, it's hard to make out, especially in later episodes, just what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to enunciate, doesn't he? Yes, and I is this the very first time? I mean, yes, he calls him Doctor Who, but he he does the emphasis on the doc, the whole doc doctor. Which, you know, yeah. old Chris, uh, Derek Deadman is going to yes. murder, of, you know, a couple of decades later. But, but um, you know, um, is this the first time we've got a Doc tour? Does anybody, do you know, before this, I, call him Doc I wouldn't. Tour? I wouldn't want to say with any, any clout that it is. Because it, the word Doctor is quite, quite nice to break into, into segments, isn't it? So I, I imagine that, I mean, the Daleks probably say Doc. It's quite pronounced, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's very pronounced to the point where you're you're thinking he's forgotten his line, and it goes "doc tor." Yes, it's like oh, he's forgotten his line. We're going to do another take. Yeah, Um, I like his voice. No, 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 no. It's it's good. It's a shame the visuals don't really match it. It's not the most impressive of computers, is it? No, but to be fair, computers aren't that impressive. I do like a a lot of this. um, A lot of this technology is just tape reels in it it's yes oh you've got to have tape you've got tape reels yeah. on the side of the of the war machine to show that it's That's you know true, yeah. futuristic I, I also going back to the goodest thing i got the visions of graham's computer yes yeah <laughs> yeah i was thinking of ufo as well you've yeah. got yes. lots of those yeah, tape things in, in shadow hq yeah. haven't you I love, later, later on um in i think episode three when the when the doctor's Looking at trying to reprogram the war machine, he's got punch cards. Yes. Oh, that brought me. I did my. I did my O level using punch oh, cards. Oh, good grief! Jesus. Good grief! Yeah, but no one's sure. Know what the hell we're on about? No, only those of a certain age. Yeah. Um, yeah. Votan will shortly become Skynet. Um, yes. Because it, yep. it's going to decide who shall live and who should die. Um, and it's going to build war machines to yes. carry the job it's out. Build terminators to. To wipe out humanity, I'm not. I think Skynet had a bit more imagination in the design of. I think Votan's a bit. He's he's a bit boxy, and he's he's thought he's looked at himself mm. and gone. I'm a box. I don't know. There's yeah. something about the war machines. If oh, you like see it si- sideways on, there's a bit of the old hunter killer tanks. Yeah. Because mm. they sort of slope backwards, like or have a slope in front. Yes. You know. Yeah, um, I I do like to say. I, I suppose we we'll wait till they appear. Yes, yeah. We discuss them. Because construction begins. I don't know where they're getting all the parts from and how they're raising the money to buy all the parts and how they're getting all the parts to this but, warehouse in Covent Garden. But this is this is the brilliance of Votan's plan, isn't it? So you go, I need I need five million dollars worth of computer equipment. Okay. I'll place the order. Then you ring up the factory that the or the the, the guy that says this is paid you hypnotise him on the phone. He stamps its page. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is this is really, you know, it's a clever way of doing it by setting up the, the fact that they can over the phone take people over. There's what's going to stop you? Hmm. Oh yeah. You know, I reckon if you could do that, you could probably even get out of a sky contract. Over the phone. <laughs> probably not. Where's They'll the go, challenge? We're immune to hypnotism. Yeah, they would have sky. thought of that. Slippery yeah. bastards. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we get the classic. Doctor Who episode ending that that has divided fandom over the generations, which is yeah, Votan says Doctor Who is required. Yes, yes. All right, the next bit. 
as I say, construction begins in, <coughs> in this yes. warehouse. Are you aware there that there is definitely one, but there should have been two famous people amongst those oh. warehouse workers, um, right? I'm trying to think. Are they actually in it, or they should have been? One is in it, and the other one really? should have been in it, right? When we say and famous, are we talking famous, famous, or BBC famous? No, famous, are famous you, from when we were children. Oh, no, right. from our youth, they no, are famous. One you clearly see. When that tramp yep. goes in and yep. he realises something's up and then, you know, uh, Brett says there is an intruder or the, the major says there's an intruder and he's cornered by the workman, right? Yep. One of the workmen looking menacingly at him is uh, Mike Reed from Runaround fame. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you pause it, you can see him there. It's definitely him. Now. Um <sighs> And uh, the you other one, you sh <laughs> he should have been there, right? Yep. He was there for rehearsals one morning. At lunchtime, he went off to have an x-ray, and he never came back. And that person uh, was Mike Yarwood. Really? Yeah. Ah, but he might have been. He might have come back, and he was. they didn't recognize him because he was doing one of his uncannily accurate impressions. Oh, you, uh, what, what? Frank Spencer? Yeah, he came on. Because, um, just diverge a little bit. I mean, a lot of people won't know who the hell Mike Yarwood is now. But at one point in the 70s, this man was like the most famous person ever. And he was an impressionist. But his impressions were all well, universally shit. They were rubbish. Well, Matt, that's a crap. Matt on Neo's as right, yeah. mentions uh, occasionally an impersonator, an American impersonator. Yeah. And he always reminds me of Mike Yarwood when he talks about him in that he is an impersonator who, before he does the impersonation, says tells you yeah. who he's going to be. Oh, I hate that. Mike Yarwood <laughs> That's not his, good. Yeah, he, would, he, would, he, would do, he would do his impression. He would say things like, I wonder what Frank Spencer would make of this. And then he would use his normal voice, but with a beret on. And then he would go, yeah. I wonder what beret. And it would, yeah. then at the end of the show, he would go, and then this is me. It's me. And, and go, then he would do some terrible insane. song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was terrible. It was, oh. was it like a Sunday night or something? And I remember my parents. Oh, yeah. Like, and he was on all the variety watch. shows, wasn't yeah. he, and stuff. Yeah. Oh. What a weird, weird That's thing. a part of my childhood I don't really want to revisit. No. This I will, yes, no problem. But not, yep. the, not, not the Mike Yarwood show. No. No, that's, that's, there's a reason that is not fondly remembered. Mm. Definitely. All right. Well, at the same time, the Doctor realises that Dodo's been got at. Yes. And, and, and the threat must come from Brett's office. Now, they don't then go to Brett's office. I mean, no, we're only this, in episode two. <laughs> this is the... Th there is a couple, of, a couple of points in this where this could have been solved with just send a couple of Rosas around. Yes. Because at this point, literally all they've got is a couple of old professors, haven't they? And, uh, and Dodo. They could just kick... Votan over, or like say, pull the plug. And there's a couple of points where people say this, don't they? Ben saying, let's just go around it. And the doctor's, no, my boy, we can't, no, my boy. And you think, why? You're not going to tell us, are you? Because no. you've got to string this out. That is one of the shortcomings on this that they all it needed was like a couple of lines saying, we can't get into the you know, the post office tower. There's, you know, like Security there's a war locks. machine like Ed 209 yes, in the lobby yeah. or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but these war machines somehow, without anybody yes. noticed, have been placed in strategic points around London. There's a very much time compression element to this. Very story, much so. The, the 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 editing is is breakneck speed, and things happen which ostensibly happen overnight. And you think months must have passed because yeah, they. I mean, not only did they order all these parts to build war machines, they arrived 
on the same day in this factory. They start building it. All the packages have got Votan symbols on. So yes. some, I mean, that would take you a couple of hours just to do that. Um, and then, yeah, they, they, they're on about that. There's 11 or 12 places around London where they're building these things. We mm. don't see them, of course. Uh, we only see them. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, but at the same time, the, 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 the Dodo storyline and the Doctor's storyline are, are implying that, like, mere hours have passed. Yes. Yeah. You know, because Ben, I think Ben goes back to the nightclub, and it's the following morning, isn't it? Yes. Barmaid says, "Oh, you you were here last night. Were you still here or something?" It's like, the t- yeah, time is is weird in this one. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, in that first warehouse, the one yes. in Covent Garden, you know, it's tested out on a lackey. They just randomly yeah. choose a man, and kill him by fire extinguisher do you notice yeah, the, the fire extinguisher actually missed him but he was still obliging yeah, enough still to died, fall over yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's a red shirt through and through that guy um this is where yeah so again shocking thing number number whatever we're up to um is the fact that you get some you get some crane shots of the warehouse and it's massive the set is massive mm. so i'm not sure whether this was one where they got escaped from uh, lime grove into uh, no this is ealing or, this is Ealing, right? This is and Ealing. That explains it because they've got they open up the floor and there's like this pit that's got all the computer stuff in. Do you know what that pit yeah. is? No, what is it? Is it I a mean, that tells pool? you that well, very close. That shows you it's at Ealing. That's the water tank. Ah, right. It, it was just ma- drained it, yeah. and they turned it into a cellar. And I think the trouble is people are used to like not looking at this in context. And at this point in the show's history, this was this was like watching you know um, you only live twice ending with the volcano lair. The fact that Doctor Who could afford more than a corner. Yes. It's, <laughs> it, it's yeah. It's watch, watch it with watch it with that in mind next time. And, and this is this is big budget action film. Yeah. It's not, it's a bit slow now, but it, you know at the time, wow, wow, it was impressive. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Polly goes to Brett and she's captured. Yeah, um, she's a polygon. Yeah. yeah, she's a polygon. And also Dodo. Dodo has now gone. Um, yes. After being her spell being broken by the Doctor in his magic ring, so to speak, um, apparently she goes off to the countryside for a few yeah. days to recover. It's, re- it's a really nice seeing that when, when the Doctor dehypnotizes her. Um, Hartnell's really good in it. And and you sort of... you've you've. There's a touch of the Delgados about the way he does it, isn't it? That you think perhaps perhaps this hypnotism thing there was, was something a, to it. Yeah, there was a Time Lord because that ring was a special yeah. ring. It, it, yeah, it, I, mean, I know he ring, used it in yeah. other shows, didn't he? Other stories. Yeah, well, I mean, to the point where I've seen it, I've seen people saying this is the first appearance of the Sonic Screwdriver. Like, piss off! What the this ring is, is the Sonic? Yeah, screwdriver. the ring is a, it's a Sonic device. No. So it's the equivalent of the thing, and it's like it's like no. But this ring was a... It was a magic ring, wasn't it? And, yes. You know, they, they use it in the web planet. It powers the TARDIS doors. The Doctor says at that point... I mean, it, he was meant to go on and say other things about it, but he, he forgot his lines. But he says that this isn't just the ring, you know. Um, and it's used in many, many Hartnell stories. And then in this, he uses it to control the war machines, to dehypnotize uh, Dodo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it... it yeah, but it's a lovely scene that I was, I was sort of watching. God, he was such a good actor. What a shame. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, where are we next? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, goodbye, Dodo. She's gone. Yeah, we goodbye, Dodo. Say, yep. Yeah, her, her contract ran out. They, they couldn't be asked to pay for it. Um, I imagine Jackie Lane probably wasn't too right. keen on 
And I guess I'm she was never. Back. I guess she was never mentioned again. I can't remember anyone ever mentioning her. Do you remember no. Dodo? Well, didn't didn't she? Um, in one of the new adventures, she died of syphilis or something. Oh, but then well, everyone nice. died of syphilis in them. Yeah. Okay. Perhaps she right. got the clap from Ben. Maybe. Oh, there, there, there's another story to write. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's um, a fanfic for you. Yes. Uh, ben goes to see the doctor, and the doctor gives Ben the job of having a snoop around. Um, yeah. This. This is again. It, I love this. The fact that <laughs> that Ben calls him sir. Hmm. Uh, it's like there, there's just something unusual about it. It's very militaristic. Yeah. You know, but I. Yeah. I like Ben. Yeah. The doctor trusts him immediately to. To go and uh, to go and have a snoop around, basically, so it, we, you know, to give him something to do, and and it gives us a chance to see how grubby Covent Garden used to yes. be when it was just like you know a market, wasn't it? It wasn't well, all poncified like it yeah. is now. Yeah, it was it was a working market. Yes, it was uh, with mean, warehouses I, all around. Yeah, it. it was even even I'm trying to think what year I first went to London. It was about eighty one or something like that. Even then, it was it was a dump. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, he's caught by Polly. He thinks Polly's all right, but yep. she's not. She's working for the enemy, and um, you know, so he he's in prison. But later on, she lets him go, doesn't she? Because her yeah. her conditioning is breaking down a bit. Yeah, she's she's. I don't know whether they're implying because she's young or that she's got an excess of personality or a strong will. But but yeah, Polly is the only really the only person we see that breaks their own programming down. Not totally. But enough that, yeah, she lets him go. Mm. Yeah. Which is again a nice because they've only just met. So I think it's because she's a decent yeah. person, and you know yeah, this conditioning so. is just um, at odds with you know. Uh, yeah, with her basic decency. Yes, yeah, and so that's coming to the fore. <coughs> um, we get squaddies moving into the warehouse ah, area, and it's lovely to see some squaddies in black and white. Yeah, oh, yeah again, another Quatermass yeah. style. This is uh, so thing. Quatermass, very, very unit as well. Yeah, very unit. Yeah. It reminds me of um, uh, the Yeti one, you know, where yes, they're moving yeah, in yeah, on yeah. the the shop where the Yeti is. But and I think everyone always says, that, "Oh, it, uh, the first the first unit prototype was like the web affair and the invasion." Nope. Hartnell did it years before, mate. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now these war machines, yes. um, they can stop weapons working somehow. You can stop a trigger, you know, a yeah, hammer of a trigger hitting a bullet. They don't really explain this, but there, there is a. I, I've got a theory, but they don't really explain this in the show. So we get the big battle scene, and there's lots of shots of people pulling triggers, but because we're used to. The Doctor Who weapon's not actually doing anything. And you think they're to, firing? You know, yeah, you think, oh, they're firing, but they're not. The whole idea is that the, the, they can neutralise it. And later on, the Doctor says they, they work on uh, heavy magnetic... Yes. Well, you get magnetic um, uh, waves force, or whatever. yeah. Yeah, so you, you, it's pushing it, but you could say that it can control magneto-style, it can control... What, just Metal hold the bullet weaponry. in the barrel yeah. or something? Oh, maybe. All you've you got to do is um, magnetise the firing pin and it's not going to do anything. Yeah. yeah. They also fire fire extinguishers, which is very Doctor yes. Who movie, isn't it? Yeah, um, this is very, very Dalek movie Dalek. I love it. I love a, I love a good CO2 extinguisher yes. effect. And it's the sound effect as well. Yeah. You've got the sound. It, it, make, make no uh, doubt, um, you know, that is a fire extinguisher, which seems to yeah. kill somebody if, you know, it hits a person, but it will yeah. set light to wooden boxes. Yeah, I was I was trying to think, what is it meant to be? Because we know it's fire extinguisher. What is it meant to be? Is it poison gas? Is it, 
you know, I mean, we never really find out what Dalek extermination. No, that's true. Fire extinguishers, but it does. Yeah, it does different things depending on what it hits. And like you say, a lot of people die when they're not hit by it, and a lot of people don't die when they are hit by it. So it's yeah. quite inconsistent. This uh, this death ray. The um, the war machine's hammer is not quite as impressive, is it? It's not good, and it only yeah. seems to have a go at empty cardboard boxes yes. for it's some definitely reason. I, well, I think, again, because cause Votan is basically a big cardboard box, he's got something against it. He doesn't want other cardboard boxes to rise up. Is that what it against is? Against him, yeah, I think so. Because those hammers are rubbish. You've got to be standing yeah. directly <laughs> under where the hammer will land for it to yeah. actually hurt you. Yeah, li- literally step a foot to one side. And it will it miss. can't do anything. Yet. Yeah, yeah. I love the end <laughs> of episode three, because episode three ends with the Doctor standing his ground yes. as everyone backs off. And he looks great. He looks such oh, a hero. He's, he's, he's brilliant in, in this. Um, I mean, he's brilliant anyway, but this is like, this is amazing. Yeah, the episode ends really good. So the, 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 the squadies have worked out that their weapons don't work and they're getting massacred. And the the war machine comes out, and uh, everyone else is run away, run away. And the doctor, yeah, stands his ground in a classic shot. Oh yeah, no. it's yeah. so classic that he's still doing yeah. it at the beginning of episode four. Yeah, isn't yeah, he? A week, a week later, he's still stood there, standing up to it. Yeah. yeah, because he seems to have worked out somehow. I don't know how, but uh, it hadn't been programmed properly. Yes, it had been rush programmed. I don't know I don't how know, he yeah. sensed that. I mean, it, I. For some reason, I'd, I'd mix this up with a scene a little bit later on when he's using his ring. And I thought, I was waiting for him to use the ring to stop it. And mm. he doesn't. He just stands there and it it sort of goes a bit mad yeah, uh, and stops. Mm. Um, but it's, 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 a, it's a wonderful performance. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no. no. This, is, this is it. I mean, if you yeah. want one shot, you know. Yep, this is um, it. Yeah. Um, this, it's going to be hard to beat this shot. Yeah. Um, we've also got this time, I mean, for me, it's the quite the mass moment as we yeah. cut to the inside of a pub. Yes. And you've just got people yeah. in a pub learning off the TV the Kenneth latest Kendall development. As well. And it's Kenneth Kendall. Ah. <laughs> I'd forgotten yeah. about Kenneth Kendall. Yeah. He was always the minor news reader alongside yes. all the others, well, he, wasn't he? Even Anne said, she goes, they've not. I forgot. It's like, yeah, that's Kenneth Kendall. They wrote just in adds, a real again, news yeah. person. So it's, this, is, this is modern who? you know, 50 years early, isn't it? I'm very surprised he's in it because I know there was a rule that you you never, yeah, you, you, you can weren't. never have newscasters yep. doing adverts because newscasters always tell the truth. And if you have a newscaster yep. doing an advert, therefore, whatever they're telling you is the best, you know... You believe it, yeah. It's, margarine it's a, a must be true, yes. So I wonder it's if odd anyone to see him in a fiction. Any- well, do you think anyone was flicking through the channels and saw this? And we got a War of the Worlds War moment. Machines, yeah. Yeah, the night that panicked London. Yeah, the night that panicked a small, a small place in London. Um, yeah, this is so quite a mess. And again, this is, this is because you need a cutaway scene to get, to move some of the stuff about in yes. the other scene. It doesn't really do anything, but it it adds to the, the feeling that this is a, this is much, much different to normal Who. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's quite a nice pit. There's an almost exact scene. In fact, I I was hoping that the guy would say sound on vision, my dear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you just needed the slightly slozzled company yeah. uh, couple yeah. in the corner, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other, you know, eleven are going to attack at noon. At noon, yeah. That day, and Hartnell's great arguing with the bibwigs. He's really getting quite annoyed with them. 
Yes, um, he's, he's brilliant because he's. I love the fact that he works really well with the. Um, uh, oh, what's his name? He's not the minister, but the other. The guy. chubby guy. The chubby guy. Yeah, he was in Great yeah. Mass as well, wasn't he? Yes, he was. was he? Yeah. yeah. Um, he works really well with him, and they've got this sort of love-hate relationship. Very brigadierish. Mm. Although he's not a military man, but very brigadierish in that he, the doctor, infuriates him, but he absolutely one hundred percent respects what he's saying. Yes. But Hartnell's great. He's, he's you know, he's going, your heavy-handedness is yeah. ruining my plan. It is. It could. You yeah. could put the brigadier in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. This is prototype unit. This yes. Is, this is what they based it on. Well, this is the very first story where there's where, where you've got a menace where the Doctor is aided by you know that that era's military yeah, to overcome yeah. the threat. This is the very first time. Yeah, um, we've got one lone war machine yes. is wandering around the very empty streets. Um, he shoots a phone box, um, knocks some bins over, and I think we knock a, he's knocked a bike over as well. You see a yeah, bike. He, he does less damage <coughs> than a drunk out on a Saturday night, doesn't he? Yeah. That, pretty much the same stuff. Kick over a bike, ruin a phone box. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it is the equivalent of the uh, the drunk out on a Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, the amount of Looks destruction... Good, though, it, it? It, yeah, it does, but the amount of destruction he does is, is about Next. equal to what he does in the Blue Peter studio, but that yes. chubby guy says it's creating absolute havoc. Yeah. Luckily, we don't see that bit. I no, we don't, the we absolute see. havoc was just afterwards. Maybe People that's have what to it walk is. a street away to make a phone call. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a man has had to walk home. His bicycle wheel was <laughs> completely ruined. Spokes everywhere. Yes. Um, but it look. I mean, I love the fact, again, this, this is so unusual that we've got... I think the last time we had this was Daleks in London, wasn't it? When that was meant to be the far future. This, the, to, to see aliens on the streets of London mm. in, in, in clear daylight... Oh, Brilliant. I like the way they've also filmed it all around the base of the post office tower. Yes. They could have filmed that anywhere, couldn't they? Oh, they, there's not even any real need to film it in London, is there? You could have done it somewhere easier or cheaper. But yeah, it's. I love the fact that, like you say, if you're if you've ever been around the post office tower and around Forbidden Planet and Edgware Road and that, you recognise a lot of these places. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, so they're going to make this cable trap, aren't they? They're yes. going to make like this open box of cables and lure the the war machine into it. And they sort of like stand around waiting. And yeah, along he trundles, just coming down the road, just yes. randomly firing his fire extinguisher for, av- for absolutely no reason. And eventually goes into the box. And then, you know, Ben has his moment and yeah. uh, puts the cable well, across, doesn't yeah, he? Th- this is good because it, it shows that the doctor is is the scientific genius that he's often said to be but you 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 very often with Hartnell's doctor don't see the workings do you, you see the end result you don't see what, and you see this where he's devising it and he's worked out that they're controlled via magnetic fields and if he puts a big magnetic field but it's very dangerous and i do like the fact that the sort of ben's thing is that's a job for a youngster like me yes um even though you've got lots of soldiers about that could do it um but yeah it's a great sequence and i love the fact that it the war machine obviously knows there's something not right. Mm. Uh, I was again. I I probably would have had a scene of Ben jumping into to to sort of coax the war machine on, and then he's in danger. And he's but but it's oh, nice. A bit like Predator with the trap yeah, at the end yeah. under the tree. Exactly, you know, yeah. I'm right here. Come here. Come here. Yeah. Come here. Come here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. In fact, Schwarzenegger against the war machines. Yeah. That would have worked. 
<laughs> I would have watched that, definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, it's the power switched on, isn't it? They, they, they managed yes. to, to knob all that. And, and yeah, that, and then the, and doc, yeah, the doctor, the doctor uh, enters. It's like entering a, um, a boxing ring as well, isn't it? It's really... Yeah, the way he gets in there, yeah. definitely. Yeah, and he, uh, he does some weird gestures to show that it's, it's sort of it's, uh, inert now. Um, and then the yeah um, the uh, is it Sir Colin or whoever it is comes in and he holds the the the, the like a, a, you're letting a wrestler or a yes. boxer in the ring he holds it up for him. It's it's really good. I I don't know whether that was scripted or not or whether that was just a. They might have just done know, that, that yeah, work that out on location. Yeah, yeah. Because he then reprograms it, doesn't he? Yes. To, to, yeah, to he gets actually his punch go off. Cards out. Yeah, it gets yeah. and programs programs it to. Um, you know, go to Wotan. Well, this is, uh, this is, uh, so not only have they done Terminator, they do Terminator 2, and he reprograms the Terminator to be friendly to them. Yeah, good point. To, to, to fight Skynet. In fact, he does Terminator Salvation as well, because that's the storyline for Terminator, Terminator Salvation. Yeah. As well. yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's, so the Doctor is very much, he doesn't really, it's a bit, oh, it's a bit like Remembrance, isn't it? He doesn't really want, an open war he doesn't like the heavy-handed military tactics because people will get killed and mm. if they just let him get on with his plan the war machine will go to the post office tower and destroy it but the trouble is ben wants to rescue polly yes yeah and but ben is ahead of the war machine he yes. gets he gets there to polly before the war machine arrives i don't know how the war machine gets to the top of the post Shh, office shut tower. Up, shut up. Um, yeah, that's always that's that's uh, another bone of contention because the post office tower. Yeah, I, I, the lifts are not that big. No, no, and it's travelling incredibly slow. But it's right yeah. behind Polly when he rescues uh, Ben when he rescues yeah. Polly. Well, we do see one sequence of the the previous. Well, this one, but before it was reprogrammed, where they speed up the film a bit. And oh, it's they the, did, didn't they? Yes. Did it, did it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that lets it down is they didn't slow the flashing of the bulbs. Otherwise, no. that would have been a lovely shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, John Cater dies a very OTT death. Very um, OTT. Death by fire extinguisher. Yeah. We, we, um, <coughs> the direction in this this show has been pretty good up to now. We've had, we had a fight with uh, in the nightclub between Ben and uh, one of these oh, the teddy bloke. boy people yeah. that looks about 40. Uh, and it was quite, quite a good fight in that. But this, yeah, the, the ending on this, like, like a lot of Hartnell's, um, then th- it's difficult to get an action scene in the studio. You can do it on film. Yeah. Because you can rearrange cameras and that. And it's, but it's difficult to do in the studio. And it, it's a bit of a letdown. It's not, I've seen worse. I mean, the ending of the Daleks is worse. <laughs> But this is okay. But yeah, he dies a very, very OTT death. Yeah, he's also one of the few people to die, isn't he? It's like oh. he is. Yeah. But also, you've got um, you know, I I would like to have seen Votan trying to talk the war machine out of it. You yeah. know, but it just like sits there and gets shot and destroyed. Well, it, it's almost like they've gone. Oh, we've run out of time. Yeah. Kill it. Yeah, it would be nice to have a little scene where where Votan, you know, the Doctor, or they 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 go and it's the end of you, Votan. And he's like, I think not, and turns the war machine round against them. And they have yeah, to do something, something like else. that. I, I think I yeah. think you might be right. I think they were just running out of time. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's it because Brett Brett is returned to normal. Yeah. Um, and uh, I do like he, he he returns to normal in as exaggerated a fashion as he he was turned into Votan's uh, yes. slave, and. Uh, I like they go. They go. You're right. 
and he goes, yeah, what's happening? I don't know. And everyone just immediately, no one's suspicious, are they? No. It's like, is he all right? No, it's just, he's okay. No, yeah, he's fine. all right. And they just look down at the dead body, don't they? And it's like, yeah. Yeah. And then they look round and the doctor's yeah. gone. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, another one, another one of those classic <laughs> scenes where the doctor doesn't hang around nope. uh, to be thanked or anything. So, yeah, he, he literally, it's almost like Batman, and he turns, two seconds later, turns back, and it's like, he's gone. I can't imagine Hartnell being as as quick moving as Batman. Though. Uh, no, unless there was a pole for him to slide down or something. Well, might have been. Well, might have been. Uh, yeah, on post office tower, there might be. Yeah, yeah, all the, in the middle, all the way down to the bottom. Um, and then he's by the TARDIS. He's waiting for Dodo, yep. isn't isn't he? But yeah, that's so, when she's written so ve- out. Yeah, very um, very lackadaisical his manner, isn't it? So he's he's waiting for Dodo, and I do get the feeling that even if she if he would have given her another 10 minutes he would have left anyway Mm. (laughs) so I don't think he was in that enamoured of Dodo but yeah so Ben and Polly turn up to say goodbye to him and Polly says oh I've got a message Uh, we can't afford to hire Jackie Lane for this episode so So she's she's in the countryside but the the doctor seems to have no worries that like this isn't the year that she came from no that's true or yeah it's like yeah okay yeah, yeah, I'm not going to argue. She's she's gone. She's out of my life. So the Doctor goes back into the TARDIS because he's going to leave. It would have been interesting to see a few stories of a companionless Hartnell. Yeah, because he doesn't he doesn't ask them to go with him, no, does no, he? He's he, he's I just mean, set on yeah. going by himself. Yeah, I think he's quite happy on his own, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but then they they realise that they've still, or Ben realises he's still got Polly's TARDIS key, which of course at this point. Is just a Yale key. Yes, you didn't need anything Before else. All the we rest had, we of had, it. We had imaginations back then. It yes. Was um, yeah. So he, they rush back, and the door's locked. And Polly says, "Well, you got the key." So isomorphic locks, my ass. <laughs> um, let themselves in, uh, and then a TARDIS takes off, de- yes. dematerializes, um, <coughs> and I was left with an overriding urge to see the next adventure. Yeah, I want to see what happens inside. Yeah, what, I what do. does he say to them? You know, yeah. what is their reaction to being in the TARDIS? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I, I, I want to see that because yeah, Ben, I you really know, Ben will be confused. Yeah, and then a bit angry. Be, my dear boy, it's easy. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it. I wish that all existed. Yeah, I would love to see it. But it's good sure. they're on board. You know, yeah. as I say, I do like both of them. Um, I do. I think yeah. they're very, but, very underrated. Yeah, they they work very well off of each other and off of William Hartnell as well, don't they? Yeah. 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 What was it? Was uh, what was the next story? Was it uh, Smugglers? No, Smugglers. Sorry, not. Savages. I think it's Smugglers. Yeah. 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 Um, which I do have on audio, but I don't think I've listened to it. I, I got it on Audible the other night. Oh right. Uh, I might have to have listened to see if there is any sort. Of there might be something. Yeah. Let us know on the Facebook yeah. page if there is, and and that's it. They're off. They're that's off it, on their yeah. adventure. Okay. Yeah, one of one of the um, one of the best black and white Doctor Who adventures is over. Yeah, we've I had, enjoyed it. Yeah, so did I. And and you know we've had we've had a number of stories where we've gone. Oh, there's a lot of padding in here. But this yeah. one, I, yeah, not an awful lot happens. But you don't really feel that. Oh, this is padding. Get it on with it. It licks along at a fair old pace. It does, doesn't it's, it? It's it's quite modern edited. So I think that helps. There's not many long scenes. And I think that's the jarring bit in it. We're used to long, wordy scenes, and this one is like cut, 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 cut. Yeah. It's amazing for its time. It's, yeah. it's really it. It feels more like a, an Avengers, an early Avengers, or yes. like say a Quatermass, 
or you know uh, a story of of that sort of ilk and i think that's what they were must have been aiming for yeah i mean that yeah votan yeah. and the war machines themselves they could fit in a john steed diana rig oh, avengers well, votan could have could have been set on war machines at uh, cybernauts yes we're there aren't we yeah we're, we're yeah literally. we're absolutely and you there. can see steed steed doing a lot of the stuff that hartnell does you know standing up to the yeah and going to that nightclub with his bowler hat and umbrella yeah, yeah. saying yeah. that there's a um there's a blu-ray collection just been released isn't it? it's all the cybernaut episodes from mm, avengers yes. and new avengers must get that yeah all right so uh yeah we can very firmly date this um yeah it's it's july 1966 um so in london and uh it's world cup here it is um yeah I, again this is you know england being the height of cool um, yeah we we were we were sort of we were on top of the world at that point. We were. We? The, the English invasion had happened music-wise. Music, in fashion, yeah. everything. Yeah, fashion. yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Heady um, days. Yeah, heady days. So if we slot that in our um, chart, all yeah, right. what else is happening? Well, three years before in London, in the East End, uh, was Remembrance of the Daleks, of yeah. course. You know, and uh, the next Fits thing. quite nicely. Yeah, the nearest thing to that the other way is 73. Uh, so seven years later, the third Doctor was in Kent for the Claws of Axos. Okay, so God, that's quite, quite a, a, a jarring shift in. It terms, is, yeah, so. yeah. When you think of, yeah, um, <laughs> the England of '66 and the England of '73, yeah. yeah, there are a lot of changes. Like absolutely, absolutely. All right, so um, I don't know what 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 are we going to do here, Ian, about design rating are we going to have I think we, one I rating think we for Wotan and one for the war machines or just yeah, the war machines actually, what do you want to do just do the war machines because Wotan is I mean he literally is Graham Garden's computer and he is he's he, just a it, box on a shelf yeah, yeah so I, I think perhaps we just do the war machines we'll, we'll cheat a little <laughs> bit because right. to be honest Wotan <laughs> is is going to be low on the yes Disney he's a concept more than a prop hmm alright so design then Yep. of the war machines what do you think of its design um i i think it's a a, a really clever design they've because let's face it they wanted to do the daleks and you could have slotted the daleks into this show without much change mm. you know saying that you could slide the Cybermen <laughs> in without much change um so i think they were very restricted in they wanted a dalek like tank machine but they didn't want to evoke the daleks right and i think they've they've gone a They've gone down a route that that sort of accomplishes that. There's a couple of little design features that that are laughable at today, like the hammer and stuff like that. But as a design, yeah, I I, I really like it. I think it's always been one of my favourites. I think I think I saw the first photo I ever saw of it was in the monster book. Yes, Doctor Who monster book, and I remember thinking, oh, this looks amazing. I want to see this. And then when you finally see it, it doesn't really disappoint. Like a lot of these. <laughs> You know, we've said before where you see a photo and it looks amazing and then you see a moving and it's like, oh, dear. Mm. But I don't think this does. So I'm going to go with... Uh, oh, see, I'm toy between seven or eight. I don't know which one to go with. I'm going to do seven and a half. Seven and a half. All right. I'll write that down. Um, I like it in profile. I like a side-on view. I like the yeah. slopingness of it, but I don't like that front wheel. I don't like no, the... No, that's, uh, that's the bit doesn't it? <coughs> According to Blue Peter, it's meant to be a, a, a tread, isn't it? And it doesn't look anything like no. a tread, and it doesn't move like it a is, tread, so I'm not sure. It is absolutely a front yeah. wheel. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and uh, I don't like the fire extinguishers. I think they're trying to evoke, you know, the uh, the Dalek gun, yeah, aren't I, they? With I the so, with yeah. the wire end to it. Um, and I especially don't like those hammers. No, um, the hammer is is the weak point. I don't mind a fire extinguisher. I'm a sucker for that. But yeah, the hammers don't work no, at all. No. So I'm I'm much lower than you. I really? gave it a four because oh, five is average. Cool. I think it's below average. It's too really? blocky, and it's too. It, crude's not the right word it's not refined enough it, it, it's not but, different enough yeah but then I suppose it was meant to be made by an unskilled people in I suppose out I of suppose. stock parts yeah. I don't I, unless the, the the plastic sides on it are bulletproof I do think it's got a lot of weak points there are an awful lot of like, things on the yeah. side you could nobble yeah. aren't there yeah like the the reel to reel control tape me- mechanism is on the side <laughs> you know See, but those we, sort I of things I don't like. I, 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 yeah. They're on there to say, look, this is computer controlled. If you have yeah. those things on there, it, oh, this isn't just a tank with yeah, a squaddy is... inside. Although you clearly have got a guy inside. You can see yeah. him at one point. You can see him through yeah. the grill at the front. <laughs> and I love that bit at the end where it comes out the warehouse and, uh, you know, the fires are going. And if you look carefully, you can see the back doors open because that's the driver getting out because yeah, he realised the, the thing yeah. was on fire. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, that's that. What, what, what about its effectiveness? effectiveness no, you gave um, it a seven and a half. Yeah, I, I, I think effectiveness. There's, there's, like you say, there's a few shots where it, it doesn't really do what it's meant to do. It's too big for the studio. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a bit like the mechanoids in that respect. In that they wanted it big and imposing, and then they thought, oh Christ, what have we done? <laughs> and this, it's obvious in this. I mean, it's good that they're in Elin. But when it goes to the actual studio, it, yeah, it's too big. And like you say, there's a few bits. Like you say, at one point you can see the, the guy inside through the massive great slot. At least yeah. try and disguise that. And I don't like the, um, the, 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 the way they keep trying to show the hammer is amazing. It's like, give up, don't do it. I just keep um, thinking of that yeah. Blue Peter segment. Yes, definitely. You know? So it, it drops a little bit, but not, not a huge amount. I mean, it drops to a five and a half, I think, for me. Right. It's... I think it's a. It does the job really adequately. <laughs> All right. Okay. But I do like it. I got a soft spot. All right. So you've dropped down two points yeah. for that. Um, I've stayed where I am with a four. All right. That's, All right. Yeah. So that's a four point seven five. All right. For effectiveness. All it's right. not going to fit in the caravan of anyone, then, is it? Well, let's have a look. It's going to have to park in the awning outside. Divided by two equals five point two five is his right. adversary rating. Have we got a 5.25? No, he's by himself. Oh, so, exactly. yeah. Good job as well. Just Good as job. well. Just as well. In he's fact, at number 5.25. Well, we know it's got back doors. Yeah, it's got back doors. Roomy inside. We know it clips along at fair old speed. It's, when, when you see it running, that, that shot where they speed it up, it does look a bit like... Remember the old blue invalid carriages used to get? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it yeah, looks it like a one bit. of them. Oh, yeah. dear. Yeah. Imagine it pulling up outside the post office with an old fella getting out of the back. <laughs> um, so he lives at number 5.25, and uh, just up the road at 5.4 are the Sea Devils from Warriors of the Deep. Oh dear. Yeah, that's not a, a high rating. And just no. below him, um, at the caravan just down the road, is uh, the Empty Child all by himself. Oh. Yeah. So, sorry, I, I know you like him, but... Yeah, um, I do. Yeah. Yeah, he's I like the store. Yeah, I like... I like I like the story and I like these episodes, but yeah, he does. I I know what you mean by he's he's too 
unrefined. Yeah, unrefined. That's a good way yeah. of putting it. If if you'd have found out that this had been won by a Blue Peter viewer competition, you wouldn't be surprised, would you? No, not at all. You know. On a similar note to that, the res- this story was the result of Kip Pedler when yep. he was interviewed uh, for the position of scientific advisor to Doctor Who. He was asked... Um, they asked all the people that were being interviewed what would happen if the post office tower was somehow taken over, right? That was one of the interview questions. And They don't like to waste things, do they? No, no. Kip Pedler said that would be the work of a rogue computer that can communicate with the outside world by its telephone system. And the producers liked that suggestion so much, um, they offered him the job, but also developed the idea into a script. Yeah, he didn't write it, it was an inspired by, yeah. um, a story idea by Kip Pedler. Okay. Um, now, in the original script, okay, yeah. um, which was finally finished off by Ian Stuart Black, who had also written The Savages, the previous yeah. story, um, in the original script, Votan is described thus, an almost human shape, a squat, powerful body with a square, clearly defined head. Yeah, I'm, they didn't go with that, and I'm, I'm sort of happy they didn't. Well, they've got the square, clearly defined yeah. head, sort well, of. He's, yeah, he's got a bit of a face on him, hasn't he? Yeah, do you think the body is in the face. cupboard? That could be. Underneath. Yeah. They, couldn't, you know? but they built a head, and they said, OK, can you do the body? And they went, what? That was all the budget. Yeah, it might be <laughs> that. Because the war machines, they were also meant to be roughly human-shaped yeah. as well. Yeah, you you can again. You can picture them as like cybernauts, kind of. Yeah, um, the background noise of Votan in yep. the in the office. That's the same computer noise we get in Goldfinger for oh, the right. for the atom bomb at the end. Yeah, that's exactly the same computer noise. I wonder if that's why I James Bond vibes from this. I mean, it might be. Yeah, it might be. Um, Gerald Taylor. He he yep. he got the credit as machine operator. He's the guy inside the war machine, but he, oh, right. he's also the voice of Votan as well. Oh, right. Oh, he does yeah. a good job then, that's all right. Yeah. Um, Polly was never given an on-screen surname, um, but her surname was right in her audition yes. uh, piece. Yeah, which I don't think was ever meant to be, because that's really lazy, in it, that literally three female companions down, you use the same name as your first one, Barbara Wright. Yeah. Um, I know in... Um, uh, for for a long time in fan circles, it was Polly Lopez, wasn't it? Because oh, was it? Face, because of the faceless ones. Oh, that was, okay. That was just a, a sort of a nom de plume they gave. Oh, okay. In that, um, yeah. So I I don't know what the the official her official name is now. Is it back to right? I don't. Know. Well, it was used in a lot of the spin-off novels. Yeah, right. So I guess I guess that's become canon. Um, I, not surprised. Only one war machine was actually constructed. Yeah. Um, and they, they just changed the numbers, which yeah, they made works. a mistake on. Yeah. I mean, when it's going around in that warehouse, sometimes it's number yeah. nine and sometimes it's number three. Yeah. Um, but Michael Ferguson, the director, said that he, he initially planned to have ten made, but I think, really? he, I think he was hoping a bit there. They laughed. They said, we can do you some photographic blow-ups, cardboard mm. cutouts. That's the best we can do. I mean, it, it, at no point really... If you're if you're watching the episode and being drawn into it, at no point do you go, "Have you got one of these?" It does. It works. No, it it does work. It you works, don't question yeah. it, do you? No. Um, ben, old Michael Craze, he's also the yeah. voice of the policeman that you hear in episode four, oh, telling right. everyone to stay in yeah. their homes. Um, and it, when you know that, 
you can hear it, Sim. It's like, bloody hell, that's just Ben talking. Um, originally, the people who were being controlled by Votan, they were meant to have, uh, their hands were meant to take on a skeletal look. Um, and so Dodo and Professor Brett, yeah, were, were meant to wear gloves to hide their, their skeletal looks. Okay. Um, this is the only time during the first or second Doctor's eras when the TARDIS crew is completely replaced. Yeah. Um, and due to budgetary constraints, this story had no original incidental music. Yeah, that is a weird thing that there's no incidental music at all. And you, you don't really notice for the first episode or so, but then you start, especially on when they're doing the battle stuff, and then you go, oh, mm. there's nothing. Yeah. Um, the director, Michael Ferguson, um, yeah. I think this was his very first directing uh, gig, but... He was on the very first uh, stories of Doctor Who, where he was like a floor assistant, and yeah. he get this—he was the operator of the very first Dalek plunger. Oh right. Yeah, when you just see the plunger, yeah. that's Michael that Ferguson him. menacing Barbara with it. Quite a claim to fame. Yeah, and also he's operating the uh, the Carlid that you briefly see, you know, ah, the, scuttling along. Thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's him as well. Um, now, it says here that prior to recording in the studio, the TARDIS prop was refurbished. Yeah. Uh, causing continuity errors in uh, the first episode and episode four. Yeah. Well, they, um, then they paint over the St. John's, don't they? This yeah. St. John's I've got here, it says, after the outside location filming, uh, it was repainted prior to the studio recordings. It said the original white window frames were painted blue. Yeah. The Yale-type lock was relocated to the right-hand side door, and the St. John's ambulance badge was painted over. Um, and it also says a structural refurbishment to the prop also resulted in the walls forming a rectangular cross-section which no, no, long, no longer fit the square base roof. The roof had to be delicately balanced on top for the next 10 years until we had that near-miss with uh, Sarah Jane. Yes, yeah, and, and, yeah, which fell on her. Um, like I say, this was the first story yeah. to show the Doctor helping to defeat a menace in modern-day yep. uh, uh, England with the aid of the military. And this is the only story... Get used to that, folks. Yes. This is the only story Kit Pedler uh, contributed that doesn't feature the Cybermen. Yeah, right. Yeah. And this is currently the only serial featuring Polly and Ben, which is not missing any episodes. So sad, that. It is, isn't it? Yeah. And that's it. That's all I've got on yeah. behind the scenes. So, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed I, our visit to Swinging London. I did. I um, I remember liking it last time, but I think watching it now with a you know, close eye on it and, and thinking about it. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, a, a solid 90 minutes of, yeah. of excitement. Yes, and it was good that it was just four. If they'd yeah, strung it oh out God, to five yeah. or six, maybe we would have said, oh, this is a lot of padding, yeah. you know. But no, 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 no. A lot of fun. So thank you for choosing the War Machines. Yeah, no, oh, thank you. Excellent. Right. Can't wait for your choice. Well, here we go. Next time. Next time. I'm actually shelling out for a DVD. Um, so you've chosen one that you haven't actually got. Yeah, exactly. Because not only do I not own it, I've never seen it before. Oh, wow. Right. So I'm taking a right punt here. And I can't blame you <laughs> if I don't like if, it. If it's the Underwater Menace, mate, yeah, you get, you get, keep your receipt. No, I've, I've got that. I've, I've already got that, but it's not that, right? Now, right, I've got to think of... I've got to think of... Uh, Go on, get, drop some clues on Drop me. some clues. Well, obviously, it's Patrick Troughton. Yep. Uh, it's black and white. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's set on an alien world. 
Okay, okay, let me think. Alien world. That's a quarry. An alien world that's a quarry. Okay, let me think, let me think. Alien world that's a quarry. So we've had the crotons, so it can't be the crotons, because that's your classic quarry. Uh, okay, okay, is it is it considered quite dull kiss? Is it the dominator? Well, you're very good, Ian. Very good. Yes, it is. It is. Well, to be to be fair, uh, despite the popular image, Troughton didn't visit that many quarries. Ah, ah, that I, that, that was too generous a clue to too you. Too generous then, really. a cue for some a boring man like me. Yes. Uh, okay, dominators. Yeah. Um, uh, because another one where yeah. We've got two so, adversaries in that because we've got the we dominators the and we've got the quarks yeah. as well. And as I say, we, I only we've know got it three from photos. Um, Falling asleep. That's one. Yes. Oh, is it um, dull? Yeah. Um, it's got some good ideas and it's got some good sequences. But yeah, it's you know when you were saying you're glad this was only four episodes, you'll 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 rue that and wish this was four episodes. Um, uh, let me not prejudice it for you though. It's right. thoroughly enjoyable. I did enjoy it. I did All right. enjoy it, but it's not one I've revisited. So this will be a good. I'll get my DVD out and. Uh, all right. Have yeah, sorry watch. to inflict this upon you, but as I say, I've, I only know them from the photos. Yes. Um, so I thought we've got things to talk about there. But also, a little bit of info that I can't remember how I came across it, but a little while ago, I have only just realised that where they filmed that, yeah. the alien planet they filmed that on, that very quarry, I was living about a mile away from when really? they filmed that. They filmed wow. that in my home village. So I thought, oh, right, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. mine made up then. We're going to go and talk about the Dominators. So, yeah, so you might you might have been passing by in your stroller. Um, I might very well have. Yeah. And I know from looking into my family tree that some of my uh, family members going back 150 years or so worked in that very quarry. I thought you were going to say they were quarks. Were quarks? <laughs> no, they were dominators. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> not okay. Um, but I do, I do remember loving the quark voices. So we love that. Today. See, I've never heard a quark. Have you never? Oh my God! You mean for a treat? There's something for a t-shirt. Yeah. I've never, I've never heard, never a, heard quark. a quark. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, next time, Good folks. Oh, yes. yeah, I look forward yeah. to that. Yeah. I've got to go out and buy it now. Yeah. So there may be a delay in this There one. might be a delay in this one, <laughs> yeah. Friends of Tesco have got it in, I suppose. All right, okay. All right. Nice. Okay, well, thanks then, Ian. No problem. Enjoyed right. that one. Right, see you then. Thanks, right. Ian. Bye. Bye.